0: Everybody. Trey, where can they find this podcast? The internet. (laughs) Kevin, where can they find us on social media?
1: Uh, You got Twitter and Facebook. And you can find us in our houses.
0: What up? What's up, Kev? What's up, Trey? What y'all doing?
1: What Uh, up? (laughs) Just hanging out here waiting before I have to go to work.
0: That's cool. Trey, what are you doing?
2: This dude starts the podcast off. What up? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Man, I'm sitting here, sitting here watching uh, game day or something. I'm watching Fox NFL, whatever it is. And the, they're picking all the Bills to win. They're picking the Rams to win unanimously. So I guess we should pick those for the Super Ultra Mega Bet of the week.
0: Let's do it. That's a, hey, what are you guys' favorite like, pregame shows? Like, do you have one that you prefer from all the different networks or is it just kind of whatever?
1: Kind of whatever. I mean, I used to like Fox because of who they had on there, but at work we have both on. So I kind of, you know, look at both.
2: Bro, my pregame is to make sure my lineup is set on my because I on my yearly fantasy because I'll be messing that up a lot. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I stay there. I watch the uh, injury report and... I like to play video games before the game, man. I don't like to watch the pregame too much. I like to watch the postgame stuff in the in the evening with Boomer. But um, the pregame stuff, I'm not too worried about. I just keep an eye on uh the fantasy app. It tells me everything I need to
0: know. I used to love that countdown show with, like, uh, the original, like, ESPN crew. You guys remember that? Like, that was oh, my jam. Way back in day. the day, yep. Yeah, yeah. I think Chris
1: Berman hosted it. Is that right? Chris Berman, Berman. with uh, Keith Jackson and...
0: Tom Jackson, Jackson. Tom yes.
1: Jackson, yeah, TJ, TJ. Those guys were incredible,
0: and then they did the prime time afterwards. I loved that show, and they, ESPN's replaced so many people on that since then. It just it doesn't flow well. I don't I just can't vibe to it. I don't know. I don't. I don't really like it that much. Um, what
2: are your What are some of your favorite ESPN personalities all time, living or deceased? Oh, easy money.
0: Easy money. Berman, Stuart Scott. Tom Jackson and then uh, Kenny Maine. Kenny Maine was like low-key funny <laughs> with all his, the antics and stuff he did. I love Kenny Maine.
2: I'm going to have to say I agree with your list. Like, I like that list. I, I like Stu a lot, man. Like, he yeah. was he was something different, like, as soon as he came on there. And so was Boomer. Both them guys were, like, just different, more, more so than anybody else. I kind of like Marv Levy, too, but it was kind of, like, a, in a different way. Like, he was just – he was really informative. He was really well-spoken, and I just – I yeah. liked for my information, I like the other guys for my entertainment. Marv
0: Levy, the coach? Or you mean Steve Levy?
2: I mean, Marv Levy, the coach, when he was on there, she, I meant Steve Levy. Oopsie.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Now, I, I, I
0: can feel you on that. I used to also like um, – what's Buddy's name? Um,
1: Dan Patrick? I thought he Richie, was dope. I, I am going to say, I like Dan Patrick. I was trying to think of his name. I'm like, I know it's Patrick, but I knew it wasn't, you know, Patrick wasn't his first name. <laughs>
2: yeah, mm-hmm. when we talk about Dan Patrick, you know, he's up for the, uh, uh, he's one of the ones that are up for the Jeopardy job, possibly, replacing oh, Alex Trebek. Yeah, oh, he is. That, that's going to be Ken ben Jennings.
0: You uh, think so? Yeah. I thought the Reading Rainbow guy was going to do that.
2: The, there's actually betting odds on all of these guys, like, I guess, are either percentages of who's going to get it. But Dan Patrick's name has been mentioned, I think. Well, that'd be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I like the fit, though. I mean, ugh, that's weird. I I, I guess because I haven't thought about it before. And maybe if I do a little while, longer, it going make some sense. But Dan Patrick hosting Jeopardy, I, I can't see was
2: I, He was offered, or uh, uh, I wouldn't say offered, but possibly sit down with a cup of coffee, kind of offer another um, game show. I forget what it was. I want to say... It was one of the popular ones. Uh, maybe the price is right. I don't know. He, he was offered something else at one point in time.
0: Do you guys, when you say you sit down with a cup of coffee, it makes me think about late night TV shows. Do you guys watch those like late night um, interview shows? Like the Conan O'Brien or uh, Stephen Colbert or Jay Leno? Were you
1: guys into that at all? Nope, never have been. Never been really a late night person. I mean, besides being at work and it's that late at night at work, I'm trying to get the hell out of there. So, nope, I didn't watch any of it.
2: It's really interesting that when we talk about coffee, you talk about night. Like, isn't that a, isn't that a morning thing? Well,
1: they always have
0: coffee cups on their desk, and that's sort of the mental connection there.
2: Yeah, there's there's tequila in that, okay? <laughs> Especially with Conan, because he's out there.
0: I like Conan. I thought he was funny. I I mean, now I couldn't sit down and watch any of that stuff, but uh, I I really like Conan. Um, One last TV question for you guys. Saturday Night Live or Mad TV in its
1: prime? Which one was better? In Living Color. (laughs) I like that answer. I say In Living Color. um, SNL, a few years ago, was, I think, a top of the game when they had Jason Sondankis and Bobby Monahan and Seth Meyers on there now. SNL it just ain't ain't the same. They do yeah. too many too many political things. It's very political. And I, and
0: I I find the little segments they do I don't really find myself laughing. Like I might go, <laughs> but it's not like I you know I I think Kenan Thompson. Let's well, let's let's change gears a little bit. Who's the greatest all time cast member on SNL? My vote is Kenan Thompson. The
1: greatest all time? Yeah. Oh, Mm, that, that's tough because they've had a lot of good casts on there that you know had yeah. good careers at the end. Adam Sandler, David Spade, but I guess I, I, I I, I that Chris Farley, I think, was probably one of the best ones. You know, some of the skits he did, the motivation, first of all,
2: guys. First of all, guys, uh, when you talk about Saturday Night Live, like, um. That is like a boomer bust type t- television show for me because you guys are right. It's a lot of political stuff. It gets kind of dumb at times, but sometimes when they have some of those good guests on, I think Chappelle was on there just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And some of those shows are awesome. And then some of them are just, eh, most of them are. Eh. I want to talk more about in living color though, even though Saturday night live is by far the best late night of, of those, but in living color, dude, they had a lot of good talent on there. Remember Jim Carrey's characters on there?
0: Oh, the fire. I Marshall Bill.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of showing our age a little bit, but you know what? Like, go back and YouTube that for anybody who
1: doesn't know what we're talking about. Uh, Jamie Fox, two- uh, it was what Jamie Foxx? No. Who did um Homie the Clown?
0: No, that was Damon Wayne's.
1: Damon Waynes. Yeah, the he was one of the man. sixteen. He was
2: one of the 16 Wayne's brothers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: My favorite Jim Carrey, uh little bit that he did on that show was the, um, he did the snow, the rapper, the infoma no no, 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 he did that. Um, yeah, I forgot what his version of it was, but it was outstanding. Jim Carrey really? is so freaking dynamic. It's incredible.
2: What, yeah, one of my favorite ones with him on there was when he was doing the lifeguard at the hot tub. <laughs> I don't know if you know <laughs> which skit I'm talking about, but totally YouTube that one because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, it's wild how, like, just talent kind of, like, oozes out of, like, these random shows. Um, think Okay, so you talked about a cast that had a lot of talent. What about this? And this is going to be a little bit on to the left, but the Outsiders cast. Kev, I know you watch The Outsiders, man.
1: Oh yes, it had, it had uh, Ralph Macchio. It had uh, was Tom Cruise. Um, Tom Cruise is in there. Um.
2: Wow, guys, do we really want to dig in on this one?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. Like, we're just talking about like the greatest single cast of any movie, like that went on to do stuff. Rob Lowe was there. Matt Dillon. C. Thomas Howe, Patrick Swayze, what? Emilio Estevez, Diane Lane. I mean, think about that, like all on one single cast. That was a dope cast. I think Nicolas Cage even had an appearance in that movie.
2: Anyway. For that, for that time period, uh, yeah, I'd say that was one of the most dynamic casts. There's been a lot of collaborations over the years. I can't really pinpoint which ones, but I'm always going to go to all the Marvel movies, like that is a lot of good acting talent in each one of
0: those movies, dude. I don't know if they're good actors, though. It's a lot of big names. That's probably a better way to say it. I think it's too expensive now to get a lot of, you know, good actors in the same role, plus egos come to play. Like, you couldn't remake that Outsiders movie with that same type of cast now, because everybody would have to be the star. Like, egos are way too big nowadays.
2: Yeah, you know, how would movies uh, look today if they were – Treated like, like NFL teams with a salary cap. <laughs> <laughs> like we can get Johnny Depp, but if we get Depp, then we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get Lawrence sucks
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to play three roles.
2: <laughs> yeah. and one of them is a white dude.
1: It's it's gonna have to work. <laughs>
2: I got, you know Eddie
1: okay. Murphy did it in Coming to America, he did. so he why did.
2: Look, I have a controversial question to ask okay and sure. since we're we're kind of diversified here with our ethnicity <laughs> <laughs> ethnicity i got it right this time ethnicity but anyway um i want to go back and ask you was this acting job okay what was it was it appropriate first of thunder? Of Was yes absolutely that's where i'm going and was it good after you answer me was it, was it appropriate what robert downey jr did in that movie Secondly, I want to know how good it was because I think it was one of the best acting jobs I've ever seen.
0: I don't know. I didn't like Tropic Thunder. Like I saw it in theaters. I didn't like it then. Not because of Robert Downey Jr., just because I just didn't like that movie that much. Um, as far as like him being in that character, I don't have an issue with that. I don't think it was done to be like intentionally prejudiced. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm an intent guy. Like, if you're if you're doing something with an intent to show prejudice, then I got an issue with you. But if you're doing it because this is a character, you're being in the movie. I'm not offended by that. Just like, well, like, like the Wayne's brothers in that movie, white girls, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like They were literally white women as you know, in that movie. I don't have an issue with that. Is it you No, know, Which issue? If you're out there to entertain, I don't mind it. If you're out there to offend, now we got to talk about it, you know?
2: I really believe that was one of the most underrated roles that he ever played. And it, it was done in a funny fashion because he was, he, he was playing a lot of different uh, characters in that movie. If you really pay attention to some of the stuff before the movie and some of the uh, cuts after the movie, like he was really playing a lot of different characters wrapped into one. And I think it was one of the most underrated acting jobs ever that people just kind of breeze past because it was kind of controversial. I, well, especially nowadays, I don't
1: know if you can even get away with it today. But no, know, no, no to- you couldn't nowadays. You'd have all fly. kinds of people protesting and rioting and complaining, and with social media. Now, of course, the question is, why didn't you just hide,
0: hire somebody black to play that role? I don't know that. That I could see you asking some questions about. Like, you want Robert Downey in this movie, I get that, but why Why wouldn't you just hire somebody black that was funny? I could I could see that argument, but I didn't have an issue with it. And I thought Tom Cruise did the best job in that movie. I'm a big Tom Cruise fan. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah actually, that right there was one of those star-studded casts, if you really think about it. I mean, mm-hmm. you had Jack Black, he, he was in it, and then what's his face? Uh, ben Stiller. Yeah, I can't even think of his name sometimes. Ben Stiller, yeah, and he, he's pretty... Uh, Famous for all of his uh, comedic action, man. Like Nick
0: he's, Nolte, he's, he's, Danny McBride. Yeah, Justin Danny Monroe. McBride.
2: Oh man, did you guys know that Danny McBride went to high school? I think right there in Spotsy? Yeah,
0: yeah he did. Yep. Matthew McConaughey, Bill Hader, Toby McGuire was in that joint. Man, eh, there's a lot of names yeah. right here. John Voight. John Voight's been in the news recently. He is Penelope Cruz's dad, right? And uh, yeah, he's he's
1: been. But like John Voight. Yeah. Oh, Angelina Jolie's. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I have a, yeah. yeah he's been in the news uh, supporting Trump and saying Trump should have won the election. and It is what it is. Yeah. I don't
0: care about people's personal politics when I watch sports or TV. You know what I mean? Like, uh, my wife and I have this conversation yesterday, and I'm like, I don't care who anybody supports. You're allowed to have your own political views. Like, if you're, if you support somebody because of something incredibly negative? I, I I can't mess with you. But if it's just hey, this is just what my beliefs are. I, do you? You know what I'm saying? Like I just I remember in 6th grade, my history teacher Miss Daniels was to tell us about a time like in the 50s when like nobody talked about politics publicly. I'd love to go back there. <laughs> it's just it's everywhere now, but I know we can't do that. But anyway, did you guys watch the Tyson and um roy jones fight on youtube live anything
1: i did not i uh had opportunity to but seeing a bunch of 50 year old men fight <laughs> each other it's just not my cup of tea <laughs> i enjoyed watching college uh, football last night instead myself
0: okay okay so you were hyping this up big time did you catch any of it
2: man i had to i had to work last night it was last night wasn't it yeah yeah i had to work last night, and. I haven't seen it, but I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it. I kind of did what I figured it was going to do with all the rumors out that they, first of all, weren't going to actually score the fight. It was just going to be this exhibition with no judges. Then they come in they're going to have judges. Like I just kind of figured what was going to happen is, uh, is what happened. Like it's just a draw because it's just two old guys going at it. I don't even have to watch it to probably tell you what happened. It's just two old guys going at it
1: and there was no excitement I mean did you catch it did you catch it was there any excitement yeah I watched it on YouTube <laughs> I was gonna say I read an article last night that I guess Tyson out punched Jones 62 to 37 or something like that I'm like how in eight rounds did Jones only land 37 punches
0: Yeah, it was crazy Tyson dominated crazy. him like for real but you could tell Tyson was not going for the kill shot um Roy Jones looked a little out of shape in the ring. Like, he was just hugging Tyson all night. <laughs>
1: and well, look, you can see the pictures of how out of shape he was. <laughs> I mean, you be like you smile. and I stand beside each other, Lawrence. <laughs> I'm about to say... And I'm worried, Jones. The, what you say? Kev? <laughs>
2: the, the weigh-ins kind of showed you that Roy Jones looked out of shape, for sure. You know, the,
0: the post-fight uh, interview was amazing, because Tyson was like, yo, we should do this again. And Roy Jones was like, he could look on his face. It's like, nah, man. And then, um, the interviewer asked him like, you know, how'd you feel in there? And everybody Jones was like, mental shots hurt. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> you know, you can hit from tight. It's all right. But man, it hurt. Some body shots hurt. It was like, you could tell. He just wanted no part of that. And Tyson was just taking it easy, but it was so good to see Tyson in the ring still looking kind of good. And he didn't even like give it all he had, but it was, it was fun to see. I, I, I found myself enjoying that more than I thought I would because going into it, I know Trey was hype about, it. I was kind of like, man, I don't know, but I, I, I liked it. I, I watched it again or Tyson versus somebody else. I think the problem comes into play. Like if Tyson loses, then I'm all the way out because I don't want to see Tyson lose. You know what I mean?
2: Isn't it kind of uh, like I had, I had a thought when I, whenever I was uh, getting prepared to watch this fight, even though I didn't watch it uh, anyway, didn't, George Foreman fight into his 50s like professionally, not uh, like yeah. none of the bullshit. Um, yeah, he was a heavyweight stuff. champion
1: there in his late yeah. 50s, I believe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I look at these guys, and these guys just don't look like they need to be out there. I can see why a commission was kind of iffy about letting them fight because they look old, dude. I mean, Tyson don't look like that bad, but Roy Jones, man, he looked like just a—he looked like he he probably came to the ring in a walker, you know, with the tennis balls on the on the feet of it. <laughs> like, he he definitely looks old, bro.
0: Yeah, but Joy Roy Jones doesn't have one of those physiques. Like, think about this too. Like George Foreman is a giant, so bigger, taller people like that are gonna look more the part, no matter how in shape or out of shape they are, you know. Um, and George Foreman was a freak of nature by
2: the way but hold up guys hold up guys I got this on YouTube right now I've, I've got it in the background I'm just looking at a little bit of it um is it just me or is that ring like really small yeah, like they they shortened the ring to increase the action man if they did that with some uh top heavyweights nowadays we would see murder in the ring but there's no, there's no room,
1: there's no room for big guys to move around but you're missing, you know, about the big fight, Nate Robinson getting knocked out like he did.
0: Can I oh. can I just give a PSA about things? Because I always thought that was stupid. And and it's it's like people on the internet challenging low-level UFC guys to a fight. The thing about it is if you're not a trained fighter and you're going to fight somebody who has been trained to fight, you are going to lose no matter what. Like it just I, I disagree with you. Technique matters. No, technique matters. Understanding how to move in the ring matters. Understanding how to take a punch matters. Understanding how to move your head so you don't get hit matters. Nate Robinson looked like he had never been in a fight in his life. He had he didn't even attempt defense. He was walking straight out with his head out, arms by his side out of the corner. He got knocked down three times. You can't you can't just He didn't take his training camp seriously, clearly. And Jake Paul, or was it Logan or Jake? I forget which one it was. I think it was Jake Paul. Um, Even if he's trash, he's still been in the ring before. He's still trained before. That makes all the difference in the world. You're not going to win that just coming off the street trying to get cute. And you could tell, by the way, that Nate Robinson got hit and went down that he had never really sparred with anybody before either. And he just got hit because his chin was just exposed and he just went face first in the mat. No body control, no nothing.
2: Yeah, net never mind. I really don't disagree with you. I thought you were going the other way when you were talking about Jay uh, Jake Paul's skills, because this guy, although he's famous for being a YouTuber, he's had to have plenty of time with that profession to train. Yeah. So and he's he- a little more trained than what you would possibly think. And not to mention I don't know if you guys have heard this, but him and Floyd Mayweather have been at it in the media. So look for that to possibly catch That'd some be, legs no, and go. Do you know, something. him
0: and Conor have been at it. Like he's she's calling out Conor. The thing about him is he sucks. He sucks at fighting. He just fought Nate Robinson. He's lost before too. I think so. If he gets in the ring with anybody credible, it's going to be a, a disaster for him.
2: I don't know where you heard these. Uh, what, what, that Conor and him were going at it because that's never going to be a possibility. Conor's back in the UFC. He's yeah. doing all that. He's got a fight with Foyer coming up, but no, no, no bullshit. Floyd Mayweather just called him out on Twitter. I think it was like last week or the week before. Like it, that is something that might go down. It's for real. not going down.
0: That's all orchestrated stuff. And if it I'm does, even if it does, it's not going to be a competition. Floyd will destroy him, but he called out Conor McGregor after the fight yesterday. That's where that came from.
2: Oh, that's because he, he wants to get paid. He's looking for anybody to fight, but he, he, he can call out Conor all he wants. Conor ain't fighting him. He's got a lot of stuff. Conor's making a full comeback to the UFC. Well, man, and think about that. With, with, with Khabib being out, like Khabib retiring, like Conor has a definite angle to get back to the title within the next uh, 12 months.
0: Connor got his butt beat by Floyd Mayweather, who was just playing around with him in the ring. There ain't no way Jake Paul's coming in doing any better than that. So,
1: Nope, I agree.
0: It is what it is. Hey, so much COVID <laughs> in the NFL right now. Holy crap. The entire Baltimore Ravens roster to the point where we got RG3 starting a game. That matters on Tuesday night. The Steelers got mad dudes on COVID. Are we going to make it the rest of the way, guys?
1: Come on. Nothing beats the Broncos and no quarterback. That's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> They have oh, a wide
0: receiver starting at quarterback for the Broncos.
2: That guy is not a wide receiver. I already tried to pick him up on waivers. He is listed as a quarterback. He is now, uh, yes.
0: I tried I'm it too. I'm upset
2: about that. I'm upset about that. That should have been a Taysom Hill situation. I should have been able to scoop Fact. him as soon as the news
1: came out. Oh, but you guys realize this quarterback was signed on Wednesday to the practice squad. So yeah. he's only been with the Broncos for three days. Yeah, he played. <laughs> now <laughs> he's starting.
0: I saw something that said he played it, wide receiver and quarterback at Colorado.
1: Like Wake Forest. Was
0: it Wake Forest? Okay. Wake I Forest, thought, yeah, yeah, he
1: did. was a dual threat uh, quarterback at Wake Forest.
0: And he's he's been a wide receiver ever since in the NFL. Yeah. Oh, man. So,
1: so today we basically have a tight end
2: at quarterback against a wide receiver at quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. That yep. That's what uh, it comes down to.
0: <laughs> you got to love it, man. I mean,
1: and I don't see how these players aren't being smart. You sit in the meeting room with no mask on, being that close to each other.
0: I know. But what I don't understand is, like, do the are these guys getting it from playing teams that had COVID or not? Because how do you keep getting into the team facilities, passing tests, and then get COVID all of a sudden? You know what I mean? I don't understand how that works, like, they're tested every single day aren't they or is it once a week i thought they were tested every day i don't know how like they're just slipping through the cracks
1: yeah i don't know how the testing is out there but you know i i i know one of i know my kitchen manager his family are four two of them tested positive and two tested negative so it's hard to say yeah
0: yeah
1: on you know how and why and it's just crazy out there
2: such a weird uh, Yeah, it's definitely getting heated up. I mean, I've actually – it's starting to touch here in West Virginia a little bit in my little hometown. Like, I've had a few people that I work with that are out right now because of it. Luckily, they found out that they came into contact before they came back to work with uh, somebody telling them that, hey, I had this, and then they called into work and they haven't been in since. You know, shout out to them. Hopefully, you know, full recovery. I mean, right now, from what I hear, yeah, there's one person that's hospitalized, but they're not on a vent or anything like that yet. Hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, man, for sure. How long
0: are you going to wait, Kevin? Like if you if I said, hey, I got Chiefs tickets. We're past the coronavirus, maybe a month or so out. But it's a sold out Arrowhead. Are you going?
1: I would even go, even if it wasn't COVID. I hate people. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> what? I, I, I hate crowds. I hate being... And, like, busyness, if I go to, like, King's Minion or something and it's overly crowded, I leave. I, really? I can't stand being in crowds. Never have enjoyed it. All right, everybody, you,
2: out there, everybody out there listening, you heard it. Kevin hates you.
1: <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity hater. I just hate being around people.
0: <laughs> but you work in an environment that's people-centric.
1: You're a people and, person. And, and that's what made me hate people, working in the industry. <laughs> um, yesterday, did you guys catch any of the college football highlights? And what uh, – Jarrett Patterson did with Buffalo. Nah, man, what happened? He uh he had records that you probably had in high school: 409 <laughs> rushing yards, eight touchdowns in one game. It was the second highest rushing uh, game in college football.
2: Don't you dare pat his ego because he never had 400 yards. Of anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you
2: weren't here. You don't know. I
0: might've. I. Uh, did you watch it, though, Kev, or did you kind of look – because I'm just trying to see how impressive he looked, or was it like the competition was just trash?
1: He looked pretty good. I mean, from what I saw, you know, looking in the restaurant I have, we have 20 TVs, so we had it on one of the games. Um, he had a bunch of moves, was like breaking tackles, running over people.
2: Lawrence, you can't, you can't even get 400 yards in Madden, bro. <laughs> yeah, stop it. Did he look like an NFL guy, though, Kev?
1: I can see somebody taking a chance and – the third or fourth round picking him up, and he being good.
0: Okay, got to keep an eye on, he, on this guy.
2: How many
1: touchdowns has he had all year? Like thirteen, and like like ninety yeah. percent of
2: them are yesterday.
1: <laughs> he had fourteen or fifteen, I think he had for the year. That's not bad.
2: Did any of you guys see Sarah Fuller? I think that's her name. The female first female kicker in the five, whether well, the Power Five conference for Vandy.
1: Yeah, I saw the second half kickoff. I'm kind of curious if they made her just do that small kick or if that was actually what she did cuz it just well, seemed kind of off.
2: Yeah, it, they say that that's what it was. Like and and it, and it looks like she definitely directionally like kicked that squib down there in the corner. You know she's a soccer player, so she it looked like she was aiming for that, which I didn't understand that. I'd like to see her put her whole leg into it and see what she had. But I was watching her before the game and they were doing the uh, like field goals like Pre-game field goals you know she's she looks like she's a good athlete but i'm sure there's some other females that like to get a shot at it too, see if they can't outdo her now that what i was really wanting to see i was wanting to see her do a regular kickoff i think that's why they might have avoided doing this is because on a regular kickoff what if she's the last line of defense do we see her lay somebody out and just like kind of walk over them and like stare them down or what do Do the ai (laughs) step over
1: (laughs) That'd, that'd be badass wouldn't it uh, dude, Unless I would. Unless
0: she got trucked and then it wouldn't be so
2: bad. <laughs> dude, I, I would have loved to have seen her just smack somebody down and give the LeBron
1: silencer right over top of them. Just boom. Right. <laughs> Do that, uh, Wando. How's he look at him? you know, as they down?
0: <laughs> Are there other women in professional sports that you could see playing football?
1: I was going to say
2: that's a good question. I was thinking about asking it, but then. I remember that I have no idea who else I could go to. I mean, I guess I could go with Serena Williams because she is yeah. uh, just a beast. Like, imagine her. Uh, like, she probably could play middle linebacker for the uh, uh, Vanderbilt Bandy, Whatever. I think an H back. Like, she could be.
0: <laughs> she could be. She's she's a diesel individual. She she could play a little running back, little tight end. You know,
2: if I'm not mistaken, there was a I don't know who was it. Chastain or somebody that played on the uh, women's um soccer team years ago or whatever. It yeah. was talking about w- wanting to kick field goals or something for the NFL or not, something.
0: yeah, it's not it wasn't Chastain. It was uh maybe Rapino, one of those uh ladies on the soccer team. I know you're talking about. What about I like the girl? Soccer. Oh, go ahead, Kev.
1: I'm going to say I can see somebody from the US, you know, women's soccer team, you know, being a kicker and stuff cuz yeah. watching some of them kicks they do in the games is just the whole soccer field incredible.
2: Yeah. yeah. I bet you. I bet you the the late uh, China could have probably played uh, middle linebacker or at least outside backer for the Cowboys. Come on, dog. She was like all roids. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do
0: that. I think Serena's the number one seed in terms of could play another sport like a, a male dominated sport. What about the girl that does the NBA? The one that can dunk. Uh, what was her name? Brittany something. You guys remember that?
2: Oh, uh, she came from Baylor. Yes. Yeah.
0: Dude.
2: (laughs) Wizards. She should have been a better uh, first round draft pick this year for your Wizards, for sure. You ain't lying.
0: You ain't lying. I agree with you. I agree with you. So, speaking of touchdowns, since we got off started talking about the guy from Buffalo, you know who's uh, second in the league in terms of all running backs and touchdowns scored?
1: Um, I'm assuming it's that scrub from uh, the Washington football team Antonio Gibson.
0: Washington football team rookie third round running back I call him baby mixing homie just gets it done man In the red zone watch out he's got so many touchdowns he had three on Thanksgiving against uh hey Kev, do they play
1: the Giants on Thanksgiving was it the Eagles was it the uh I, I think the they played the team from the little Giants you know the uh, one that yeah, uh Al yeah. Bundy coached right right
0: what state are they from what was this what city are they from? I know they're in Texas. Was this the Texans? No, I went to the Texans. It was – oh, it was the Dallas Cowboys that they destroyed on the, – what was the score? It was like 22 to 21, 20.
2: 20 – no, the, right there was a twenty-twenty game for right. everything right What was Listen the score? Very carefully. Feel, feel free to enjoy this year because next year when Dak comes back, you're going to go right back to that losing every game against the Cowboys. Okay? Dak's not coming back to Dallas.
0: That's a fact.
2: Oh, he definitely is coming back to Dallas. That's a 100% fact. You, you don't see be... what this team looks like without him. Like, yes, he, he, they're going to pay that guy. And I think what you need to watch for in the next couple of years, especially like next year, if Ezekiel Elliott keeps running like he's running in mud, that guy is going to get moved. Yeah, he fumbled again.
0: I'm, I'm with Kev. I don't think Dak's coming back at this point. I think you guys are going to get Zach Wilson quarterback i think he's at
2: byu i could be wrong shut up i think <laughs> like, that's what's happening i think that's none of that's happening. none of that's happening Dak is coming back and if i want to say that they're already talking about franchising next year for sure please and then i think i think they're going to just sign him i think they're really going to sign the guy back because it's really simple dude this guy is way too good to let go to any other team and then then take a chance in the draft unless you can get fields or Lawrence because of whoever you're talking about. I haven't seen enough of that kid to even think that he's uh, as good as the other two. Trevor Lawrence just came back yesterday and he looks good good as ever. Now, if the Cowboys can make a play for that, maybe they think about it, but I still think they go with that. That is, I think that's Jerry's boy. I think he's kind of seen the era of his ways by not signing Dak. And I think he really wished he had the guy right now. But instead, he put his money on Zeke, and now he's he's got money tied up in this coach. I mean, I watched the game, and there was a lot of there was a lot of talk about the two fourth down plays for the Cowboys. I don't think that's where they lost the game. I think they lost the game once once they lost their both their tackles guys. There's been injuries all year long, so let's not oh. sit here and pretend like your Washington football team that oh. doesn't have a name is any good. Oh, boohoo, anything.
1: Oh, Dallas lost when they uh, fired Jason Garrett and signed. <laughs> That's that when Dallas season got we lost. We talked
0: about that before. I hated that move for you guys. He's trash. No, I, he it
2: wouldn't.
1: was Mike McCarthy
2: didn't do a bad job. The, the fourth down calls everybody's talking about. Like he was trying to add a spark with a in a game that you could already see Bro, was trending. Stop trending it! To you Monday. stop, stop it right now. So
0: but you don't the fourth, run the, fourth down you don't, cost the punt fake in in your own. Inside your own 20 or 30 or whatever that crap was? Yes. The game was still close at that
2: point. The game was over. The game was over. If you didn't watch the game, I watched that game and here's what I saw from it, dude. That Your Washington football team has a really good defense. And the way they play defense, the way I'm looking at it, is they play real loose when you're on, when another team's on their side of the field, uh, on their, their side of the field. Like when the Cowboys were on their side, Washington would back up because they didn't want to get beat deep. I know they got beat deep once with uh, an Amari Cooper play, but they don't want to get beat deep. But as soon as they get closer to midfield, that defense tightens up and they get better once the uh, offense gets to midfield. And if you watch that game, the Cowboys kept moving closer to that midfield ish range. And then your defense would clamp up on them. That game was over. Cowboys were not going to move the ball like they should to actually score points and keep up. It was not a, uh, okay, the fourth down calls, whatever. They were bad calls, but they were going to lose anyway. You could see it. Like, if you if you didn't see that, then you weren't watching the same game. You lost. Get over
1: it. Like I said, it's McCarthy. How do you get fired as a head coach with Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback?
0: <laughs> exactly right. That's the right question <laughs> to ask. Even though the Cowboys are <laughs> trash. All right. Best team in the league in the NFL right now, Kevin, is who? The Chiefs. You would take the Chiefs over the Steelers right now.
1: Yep. Because who the Steelers played?
0: Baltimore? Like, mad times. They played. Uh, okay. We played Wars.
1: Baltimore and we crushed them in Baltimore.
2: <laughs> Yo, the Chiefs about to get beat by Tampa today, man. Not going to happen. Ooh. Why do you say that, Trey? Well, uh, from what I see and what I hear, Kansas City's defense is not that great. They're okay. And Tom Brady, after a loss, is almost unbeatable. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. And I think the key is going to be that the Tampa Bay's defense is going to make just one or two more stops than what Kansas City is going to be able to make. I don't see Kansas City being, uh, if it was in KC, I think it's in Tampa, right, Kev?
1: It's in Tampa.
2: I think that's going to be, uh, the difference maker. I would – I think that the Tampa Bay not traveling, they're, they're going to get – they're going to have plenty of rest. They're going to be prepared. And like I said, Tom Brady after a loss, he, I don't want to bet against the guy.
1: He, he's just too old. He can't throw the ball. He's like Peyton Manning his last two years. Anything over 25, 26 yards, he just can't do anymore.
2: Really? That, that's what you say whenever – do you know that Tom, <laughs> Tom, Brady, Tom Brady has the most um, – what is it? The most uh, – the most plays – that had a uh, big play opportunities in the, in the league this year. Like he is actually really. Yeah. Past, he's, throwing, he's two games, deep. Just the past few games, guys, like the uh, beginning of the year, he's playing well. And then he's had a,
1: a few bad games against some good teams. Yeah. He's, uh, he's underthrowing everybody and getting picked off because he can't throw the deep ball. I think the problem is, and I I've heard this said before. I think the
2: problem is when they added Antonio Brown, like Antonio Brown's plenty of talent, but that's just another mouth to feed. And I think that Tom's having a lot, a lot of issues try, trying to worry about who he's feeding on that, on that star-studded wide receiver crew. Not to mention the two good tight ends they got. You know, Tom's backing up, and he and he's not going through his progressions enough because he's trying to feed everybody. And I think as soon as they can sit down, this is something I was thinking of, dude. Tom Brady and the style that Bill Belichick gave the uh him to play in, in New England did really well. Why isn't Bruce Arians adjusting his play and call to fit Tom Brady's style? Why is why 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 is he not doing that? Wouldn't that make sense? No, because, because Brian has, is not a good offensive coordinator. You stop that right now.
0: Bruce Arians has a type of offense he wants to run and he thought Brady could fit into it. Period.
2: What? How many Super Bowls has uh, Bruce Arians won? Don't matter.
0: Time? It hadn't been because his offense was trash. His offense. what well, I think he won one with the Steelers, if I'm not mistaken. I could yeah, be he incorrect was a, about that.
2: He was, a, he was a coordinator, I think, on the, either on that team or on the team before. Like, but you yeah. can credit, you yeah, can yeah, credit yeah. some of that work to him. Yeah. But ex- except for that, he's been a head coach, um, and he's had some good quarterbacks,
0: man. But you can't, you so, can't. So you only change your offense if you've got like a lot of years to work with that quarterback, because you got to build different assets around him. They, they they got tom brady for a year or two tom brady needs to learn that offense if he can't do it find somebody else by the way kev i thought you might find this interesting the chiefs have scored 321 points this year in 10 games right you know who's second in points scored washington no yeah right tampa <laughs> bay, <laughs> tampa bay. you know what i just this is dumb i'm i'm I was going to tell you Tampa Bay because they scored 320 games, but they played 11 games, and the Chiefs have only played 10, so never mind. Well, um,
1: and, and another fact is that still, uh, Tampa it still Bay works. still works, Ellie. Nah. Tampa Bay has uh, three of their offensive linemen out this year, this week.
0: Yeah, it looks like the Packers have scored 308 in 10 games, and the Seahawks actually are the closest to the Chiefs at 318 points this year in 10 games. Seahawks and the uh, Chiefs. Who wins that game, Kev? And be real.
2: That'd be tough. It'd be close. You think that game's closer than the Tampa Bay game with guess, Seattle? Yeah. Yes. Yep. All right. I know Seattle's defense got a little bit better when they uh, brought Dunlap in from, I think he played in Cincinnati, right? Uh, they, they've got a little bit better, but still, I don't buy just, into they're that. They're better offensively. I don't offensively. buy in that pass defense. I don't better than buy matter. in that pass defense. You're
0: not, you're not going to play in the Chiefs expecting to play good defense. Nobody's going to play good defense against the Chiefs. That's just the way it is. Is Can your offense keep up?
2: Uh, slow your roll I'm pretty sure that the Pittsburgh Steelers would play plenty fine defense against the Chiefs they're still going to give
0: up like mad points though you don't you don't hold the Chiefs to eight points unless you're the Raiders you don't hold the Chiefs (laughs) (laughs) down in points at all I I think you know it's about can your offense put up enough points to stay to keep pace with them and the Seahawks can do that Seahawks got to figure out their running game though for real if they're going to be contenders but
1: Seahawks just be a passing team and stop trying to run the ball uh,
0: you know, I just look, the Saints are 8-2. and two.
1: How yeah. is that? Because who've they, who've they played? Yeah, that's
0: fair, because look. I
1: mean, they're... they played Tampa Trice and beat Tampa Trice. They played, what, Atlanta once or twice? Atlanta's yeah. a scrub team. I mean, yeah. the yeah. Saints yeah. haven't played anybody.
2: Lord, so. who do you think the best team in the NFL is? Because you know I already went with you the Steelers, what? and it pains me. It pains me yeah. to say Steelers.
0: I like the Steelers. I'm kind of a Steelers closet fan. I think this, I mean, you got to go with the Steelers. They're undefeated, man. Like, 10-0, they, they've only given up 174 points, which is by far the best in the league. They create turnovers. It's what are you going to get out of Ben Roethlisberger on a given day? He's not the same Ben that used to, you know, flinging all over the yard. I, I But uh, I think they're, they're the best. He might, be a, he
2: might be a little better.
0: Like, I mean, no, you know, have
2: been watching him this no, year.
0: No, he's not. Ben is missing all kind of throws. I mean, all kind of throws. He, he makes some plays, but he's missing all kind of throws. Their running game is awful too. Who would got, you,
2: What 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 outside weapons would you rather have? Kansas City's or uh, Pittsburgh's right now? No, oh,
0: Kansas City, no question.
1: Really? I mean, Ooh, I don't I don't know because Pittsburgh's got who? some depth. Who? Juju and Johnson. Johnson's trash.
0: Johnson's trash. Johnson. Come on, just if, if you if you take Johnson, does he start on the Chiefs right now over anybody on the Chiefs?
1: I, I can say no. I say over Hartman and uh, Rockins. Yeah, but you're talking about the third and fourth receiver. I'm Who's the second? About...
2: Kelsey. Yeah, no, no, yeah, we're exactly. talking outside yeah. weapons. I said outside weapons, guys. Take Kelsey. I said outside weapons. I'm,
0: I'm taking receivers. I'm taking Tyreek Hill. Just because you have Tyreek Hill, I'm taking that whole group over anybody on the Chiefs. Like, I don't think Claypool fits in that offense. He drops the ball a lot. He doesn't catch. His catch radius is the smallest catch radius for a big receiver I've ever seen in my life. Juju Smith-Schuster is very inconsistent this year. I don't know if that's Ben or if that's Juju, but he's really extremely inconsistent. Deontay Johnson, I I don't know. I don't. I'm not buying it. Maybe he's better than I think he is. I'm not buying it. But offense as a whole, excluding quarterbacks, I think I still take the Chiefs just because of Kelsey and Hill.
1: Oh yeah, and the, and like I said, then you have you know. So you can put any quarterback back there and you can throw it to them too because you had Matt Moore last year been two games for you. All Bye. right, we're, gonna, we're,
2: we're wrapping up week 12 after uh, tomorrow night. Well, actually after Tuesday night as long as the Steelers and Ravens play, which I hope they do because I have like three or four players in that game for yearly fantasy. So I kind of need them to play. But after this week, where do you guys think, who do you guys think are favorites for the Super Bowl
1: matchup? Steelers, Seahawks. I was gonna say Green Bay Chiefs. Hmm.
2: I think it's I think it's gonna still be. I'm going with Tampa Bay
1: and the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: I have no idea why you're so sold on Tampa Bay.
1: The Brady, he loves Brady. Come on now. It's you got, know Brady's that's gotta be what it is. You know, wasn't he the one that said Brady was the greatest quarterback ever? I think he's he is, and Ellie has agreed
2: with me in uh, the past couple of weeks. Have you not? I have said no such thing. Oh, let's, what? Let's... Are you? You're lying. <laughs> you're lying right now. You said. you just said it last week.
0: Let's Let's look at what Tampa's done. Thirty four twenty three loss to the Saints. Then they beat the Panthers. Thirty one seventeen. Buccaneers beat the Broncos. They beat the Chargers. Lost to the Bears. Twenty nineteen. Nick they, Foles,
2: baby. The Bears, was, have a, Bears have a sneaky, good top five defense most weeks. Yeah.
0: Then they blew out the Packers. That was like their signature win. Then they blew out the Raiders. And then they barely beat the New York Giants. Up, and then they got up. blown
2: out. What? They beat the Raiders. And wait oh. a minute.
1: Didn't the Raiders beat the Chiefs and then no. just play the Chiefs real close? Uh, did they, last did they, beat the yeah, they beat the Chiefs? They uh, beat the Chiefs a few oh. weeks ago when I, when I was on vacation. Okay,
2: okay. So, Doesn't that win look a little better than than what you're uh, like credit you're giving it
0: a little bit, but the Raiders didn't have it together at that point in the season. Then they got blown out 38 to three to the Saints. Then they they took care of the Panthers 46 to 23. And then they lost to the Rams 27 to 24. Not that's very
2: inconsistent. All right, fifty six. Everybody out there listening, we had a lot of fun today. Did you have fun, Ellie? Yeah, man, it was dope. Good conversation. Did you
1: have a lot of fun, Kevin? I did. I think it flowed well. I think we uh, we had lots of fun in this uh, episode. I think we all had a lot more fun than my Cowboys had. But this did you week. have fun, Trey?
2: No, I did not. I'm just here for the paycheck. You're getting paid. What the uh, hell, uh, shh, Ellie? We we, we, we should talk on the side. <laughs> <laughs>